0: My name is Dr. Mike. I was born and raised in Rochester, New York, and I'm proud of where I came from. While I have since moved to greener pastures and found happiness in the flyover states, I still have a certain fondness for the Flower City, especially its signature food, the plate. Unfortunately, watching from afar, the city has declined from a titan of industry and cultural powerhouse to a pit of despair and corruption held together by bubblegum and duct tape. Nonetheless, nothing will take away my memories of the Rochester I grew up in, except maybe the senility of old age. So before that happens, come join me as we reminisce about the things that made Rochester special. Come join me for A Flyover Plate. Welcome to the Flyover Plates Podcast, Episode 3. I am your host, Dr. Mike, and it has been one heck of a month. First off, thank all of you. Thank you, Nolan DeRoja, for the wonderful intro music. Thank you to all of the people who have downloaded, friends, family members, former teachers, uh, anybody who's affiliated with Rochester and remembers how things worked back in the 90s and early 2000s. Um, thank you so much for making this podcast as popular as it has been, and uh, I've even gotten some feedback as well. So if you need to get at me, uh, you can catch me Great Dane three nine seven two on AOL Instant Messenger. And with me, as always, is uh, <laughs> with <laughs> me as always
1: <laughs> AOL Instant Messenger.
0: <laughs> AOL Instant Messenger. That's right. So so with me. Sorry. So. So with me is a 2002 McQuaid graduate, or 2001 McQuaid graduate, excuse me. 2000. 2005. 2000, that's Mm -hmm. right. Oh, man, I'm I'm shortchanging you. 2000 McQuaid graduate, 2004 RIT graduate. He is currently the founder, owner, and CEO of Technosophy LLC. Uh, At his company, he slays technology with the brutal precision of a ninja, with the compassion of a kosher certified rabbi please welcome mark anthony arena to the to the podcast mark how are you
1: oh that's <laughs> oh that's, that's amazing you said you had an intro prepared to describe me and that is that's a that did not disappoint
0: Uh, I'm, I I had that, I had that percolating, which is why we're doing this episode now because I had so many things that I wanted to get off my chest. May has been, uh, an absolutely amazing month. It has been busy. There have been things going on in Rochester that's been putting people on the map or putting people on the map in a good way, I think. But, um, but yeah, it's been a crazy month. Usually I wanted to wait until after Memorial day, uh, for reasons I'll talk about later, but there's just so much that I needed to get off my chest. And there are so many things that I wanted to comment on that. Uh, I called Mark up and I'm like, we need to do this podcast tonight uh, because I can't hold it in anymore. There's just so much to get through. So uh, first off again, thank you to my listeners. Thank you to people who have downloaded and people who have commented, people who have texted me after the last show, um i got a i got a text message from friend of the show jason fegadel who is now the washington correspondent for the flyover plates podcast so jason (laughs) congratulations on the promotion um he texts me and goes um dude you forgot about so many commercials he we had the we had the initial mount rushmore and i need to make some changes to that so again my apologies to the people who are still stuck in rochester who still have to listen to these commercials um it's been a while I did do more a little bit more research I did tweak my Mount Rushmore but he goes he goes Dr. Mike you forgot about like the ROC communications commercial from back oh, in the day
1: an ROC I, communications I, I,
0: Exactly exactly so I I didn't know if that was a TV commercial or a radio commercial either way that jingle is that that jingle is iconic to the local Rochester folk and then Mark, I, I I I had a couple more that came to mind, and I cannot even believe I forgot about them. Okay. Remember the ridge? Remember the ridge lumber commercials with the the cartoon plank?
1: Yeah, and it would it would saw a hole in other pieces of wood, yes. and then burst out and wave to you.
0: It would show the number on the bottom, and then he'd wave at you
1: yeah and that always you know I was just telling my friends the other day that that throws me off when you know there's there's a pork restaurant and it's a pig with a chef's hat you know that throws yeah. it's like is it cooking its friends or what I don't know who knows so but I totally forgot about the friends
0: i I totally forgot about the ridge lumber commercials as well those those you know the two six six seven seven oh oh who could
1: forget these number, numbers? who
0: could forget that numbers exactly mark's pizzeria i mean every time on the, on the radio or on the radio or TV, you know, they'll treat you like a family at Mark's pizzeria, you know, those, <laughs> those, those iconic ones. And of course, Mark, I, 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 I feel bad for missing this one. Salvatore's.
1: Salvatore's. Thank com. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> thank you. So, so I prefer Salvatore's uh, to Mark's if anyone cares to know.
0: I, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that a little bit. I prefer Marks for one reason and one reason only, and I'm gonna come back to that in a little bit. Okay. Um, but I do need to change my I do need to change my mark, my Mount Rushmore. Of course, Jim the Hammer Shapiro on there. Watching him just completely, de- completely, just <laughs> regress into somebody who wants to hurt your victims and rip their hearts out. I mean, I mean, come <laughs> on. The, the House of Guitars because. Those have just the cheesiest graphics I've ever seen. I, I've got to do the Bill Greys because Bill Greys is iconic, and I haven't seen any uh, garbage plate. I haven't seen any Nick Taho's commercials. I haven't seen any of those yet. So pressure's on Nick Tahoe's and other plate establishments start making some commercials. <laughs> and I got to, I've got to put Salvatore's on there because immediately when I mentioned it, you screamed out Salvatore's. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um. So, so the Mount Rushmore's got to be bent. Um, Jim the Hammer Shapiro, House Guitars, Bill Gray's, and Salvatore's. So my, my apologies for leaving some out. And I know I'm leaving some out. Thank you to Jason Fagadel for, for bringing that to light. Um, and that's my, that, I think, yeah, that's the first name drop of the show. I got a few more to do. So <laughs> si- since I completely forgot about Mark's Pizzeria, I forgot about Salvatore's. I don't even know if Pontillo's even has commercials anymore. I don't know if they ever had them. I don't remember them. But um,
1: I don't remember them. No, they just they kept to themselves.
0: Yeah, but Mark, the the last you know, having left New York, especially now that I have kids and they're starting to go to birthday parties, and I was just at one for my daughter a few weeks ago, and um, I was there, and for dinner for everybody, they brought in, I swear, they brought in like twenty five Papa John's pizzas.
1: That's cool. I actually like Papa like, John's. I do like Papa
0: John's. I do like Papa John's. And and you know, I went to my son's birthday or some my son's friend had a birthday party. They brought in like a bunch of Domino's pizzas. They brought in like a whole stack of medium, large Domino's Papa John's pizzas and Mark, it really just starts to it really starts to chat my backside because you remember back in the day when we would have a family outing, we, I mean my birthday parties, we would go to Pontillo's, we would go to Mark's Pizzeria, one of the local establishments, and we would get a sheet pizza. Yeah. The giant the giant sheet pizza that no one person could carry in a garage door by themselves.
1: I went to a party yesterday for someone, and they ordered two sheet pizzas from Perry's two Pizza. Sheet. Yeah, it was real fluffy and good, it was just two, perfect. Two
0: sheet pizzas, and that fed you, your family, the, the aunt and you invited, your ex-girlfriends, your political enemies. Everybody was pet. <laughs> you had leftovers for days. <laughs> and then you had leftovers and for weeks. You <laughs> had leftovers for days. My parents what? always
1: froze the extra slices and kept them for months.
0: Oh, we would just throw them in the fridge for the next week. That would be dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. So, your so, political Mark, enemies? Exactly. What? <laughs> <laughs> I this told you I, I had a lot. I, I had a lot. I had a lot to get off my chest this month. This is so, the best. Um, but what happened to the sheep pizza? Did did it just? Is it enslaved in in Monroe County and surrounding areas because
1: it just can't get out? Yeah, you know, that's something like stuff, like stuff that does. Rochesterians take for granted. Uh, you know, I <clears throat> Pizza Hut had the Bigfoot Pizza for a while. They did. They did. Uh, and I loved the big New Yorker. I thought there was just some something about that dough. It was excellent in the sauce. But, And that's another beautiful thing, by the way. Like You can have pizzerias are all dough, sauce, cheese, pepperoni, a couple of toppings, but all of them are totally unique and good in their own that's, way. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: But and, and I, that, I, it, yeah. It, that was the ultimate party fault. If you tried to get the sheet pizza from the car into the house through a garage. You couldn't do it. You had to like yeah. tilt it. And you had to make sure you had to make sure that the uh, that the cheese did not stick to the top of the box. And you didn't have to have to make sure that the box didn't tip over itself. And I mean, I miss that. I, I really do. And I think thankfully we have not done pizza at any of my kids parties. We just, you know, put some taco meat in a crock pot put some toppings out here's a taco bar go nuts guys but but yeah i mean what happened to the sheet pizza and i'm i'm sure it's still there Marks and pontillo's and um salvatore's they're still there i i know for a fact Marks used to do a cheese a sheet pizza and it was was very very good
1: what about
0: Um, so you're saying they just don't have it in non-rochester i don't know if i I don't know if they're not doing it but i mean these parties have with parents, 35, 40 people. So, yeah. I mean, the sheep pizza was what? 32, 36 slices, something like that?
1: Yeah, and it used to be 20 bucks. Now it's like 70, but... <laughs> Even still, everybody, still was fed,
0: everybody was fed for days. It really was. So, that, I mean, that, that's, my, that's, that's my lamentation on Rochester this month, is what happened to the sheep <laughs> pizza?
1: That's the problem of the month.
0: All right, but... Uh, yeah. So that that's my that's that's my that's that's my problem is is just where did it go? Did, I mean did, did that not catch on outside of Rochester? Um I mean Chicago had their deep dish but I mean that's just that's just a brick of cheese and it's amazing.
1: <laughs> All right, let me ask it next is I mean taco okay. bar that's cool but why aren't you serving your native homeland cuisine? Of garbage plates to all these people who come to your house. It's
0: a lot of mac salad. Yeah, it's like, hello, no, I am um, a
1: refugee from foreign land of Rochester. I will make you my home traditional be, cuisine.
0: Because nobody will appreciate it. No, nobody will appreciate it. And um, <laughs> plus, my my kids are super picky eaters. So if it's not a chicken nugget, forget about it or cheese pizza or cheeseburger For, forget it they don't want anything to do with it god forbid i put hot god forbid they look at meat based hot sauce they can't even eat skyline chili down here in, in <laughs> southwest ohio um w- without being repulsed by it so they're they're very picky eaters as once i bring the kids back to new york at least my son, my, my six-year-old, at least if I, if I could get him on board with a garbage plate, expand his his horizons, realize how good he has at living outside of Rochester, I think he'll come around.
1: <laughs> right, which you, you tell your kids, like, listen, kids back in Rochester don't have food. I actually make that up for my nephews in Boston. I'll say, listen, you don't understand. You guys better thank your parents because some kids in Rochester don't have a house or food or clothing or... <laughs> But, you know, this the thought of you bringing your son back to Rochester evokes the image of uh, Robert De Niro in Godfather 2 as Don yeah. Corleone taking his kids to Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mike well, is taking his kids to the ancestral homeland and I'll be there for you, Mike, and I'll give them my, language uh... lessons. You uh, well, you know what if I take him to the right parts of Rochester, it will feel like Sicily but, <laughs> but I, I'll be there with my with a whiteboard and I'll say, okay, guys. Well, all right, now practice, plug your noses and say, "Hey, guys, what's going on? What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: goodness, well, there are three to- there are three topics I want to talk about on the flyer plate. Flyover plates podcast Rochester fads Aquinas grads and me being a dad so that's those are the things we need to make fun of today. <laughs> we've already hit up we, we've already hit up two of them um but this has been May is always a big month back in Rochester there is the in my opinion the seminal event
1: of Rochester the Lilac
0: Festival Mark did you go this year
1: I actually inadvertently got caught up in it because I had a client to visit who lives in those apartments near there. And I was scared of all the signs saying, you know, outsiders keep out or you'll be towed. And I'm thinking, I got a laptop I got to bring to this lady. So I I hung out with her for a while and I left quickly. Um, But one of the Rochester traditions of uh, other Rochester festivals involve a traditional... um, a traditional annual stabbing. And this year okay. that oh, tradition wow. spread to the Lilac Festival. So there was a stabbing and a brawl, or I think just a brawl, maybe both.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Now, no, the bigger
0: question, were the Lilacs actually in bloom for
1: the Lilac Festival? Um, they were supposed to be, but they were made illegal, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, See, that was the whole problem, was the Lilac Festival dates were set, but you never knew whether the lilacs were going to be in bloom. When they're in bloom, it's it's beautiful. It's it. it only happens for like mm-hmm. two weeks, and then they realize they're in Rochester, so they close back up. But right. when they, ha- but it, when you have the lilac festival with the lilacs in bloom, it, I mean, it, it is, in my opinion, the seminal Rochester event. Like spring is finally here. You can enjoy put not wearing things that go over your ankles, and. You get to enjoy the sunshine. Get to enjoy um, Highland Park, and you get to enjoy various food trucks, art exhibits. You get to experience various middle-aged cover bands, usually Billy yes. Joel or Queen. Or yeah, the, you know, there, there's no shortage of there's no shortage of of fifty-year-olds that came together like. They wanted to relive their high school garage band days, so they come together. They go to the Lilac Festival. They'll play, you know, they'll play some Queen. They'll play some Rolling Stones. Journey. Somebody will strut like Mick Jagger. Somebody will strut like Mick Jagger. Yeah, and and everything everything will be great. But man, I mean, it, it, is that not the case anymore? Has that changed?
1: You know I used to go like ten fifteen years ago. It was nice when it was quiet and and yeah, I think last year there was too much frost, and the lilacs never bloomed um but but and yeah, that can happen sure it's it's very random, like you said it's they don't bother basing the date on when spring is coming, so but yeah, I, I used to go when it was quiet, but now I avoid it because yeah there there was a brawl this year.
0: Yeah, I I remember when I was trying to get out of track practice and I told people, oh, I'm going to go on a distance run. And I would go run through, slash jog through Highland Park and see the lilacs. And it was very beautiful. Oh, wow. It really was. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's another thing Rochester is known for. There's no shortage of middle-aged cover bands. And it must, <laughs> Mark, it, mu- it must be a generational thing. It really must. Because, I mean, our parents' age they get their friends to get they get their friends together they make jam bands and they go play gigs at different bars and restaurants our generation we just make podcasts
1: we just make, I'll tell you there's two <laughs> band names cuz as you know one of my things about rochester is they're they're a little too obsessed with familiarity and certain brands of they have a fixation so if you look on every bar in rochester has a little schedule you know of anyone that has music and it's always uh, the Sky Coasters and the Jumbo yep. Shrimp. They show up to every bar every day, all the time, and no one wants to hear anything else.
0: I'm almost certain that they just keep holding open auditions for the Sky Coasters because I remember them when I was growing up. And, and <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, if, and if, uh-huh. if, if it wasn't a festival, if the Sky Coasters weren't there, Cornhill or Lilac Festival or, you know, greece italian fest um you name it the, the sky coasters that that's iconic i, I can't they, they must have they must keep holding auditions because i'm pretty sure half that band should be dead by now
1: yeah i bet you it's a circulating thing a shout out to nick uh, and the nice guys i i know oh, some yes. of the people who manage them and they're really nick nice. and the
0: nice guys i remember them too they were fantastic yeah uh shout they, out to they them were, they were great so, yes, the lilac festival it it was too cold for the lilacs that does not surprise me, but uh nonetheless, I'm sure it was I'm sure it was a great time had by all, but No, um, it wasn't, past... Mike. It was a fight <laughs> had
1: by. <laughs> it was a stabbing, it, it, it's right. It was a fight had by all. Any go anyway, go ahead. Oh, my goodness gracious.
0: Oh boy. But uh yeah, for the first, you know, every 10 years or so, I mean, Rochester just had the PGA championship, my goodness, at Oak Hill, um, you know, the one course that nobody can afford to play on. <laughs> so, but Oak Hill, I mean, I remember when they had the Ryder Cup there in 95, I think they had uh, the PGA there in 03 when when I graduated high school and, you know, I just never went, you know, I, I, I never went, I didn't really, and I've never played the course either, I try to pretend to, I can play golf every now and again, I've never played Oak Hill. Um, I've heard a lot of people that I see on Facebook have gone and it looked like it was a, it was a really good time, but, um, I guess on Thursday morning, they had to delay the start time for 75 minutes because of frost.
1: I I think it It, was rain, but go ahead and let's, let's just pile on here and call it frost.
0: I thought they said it was because of frost and, and I mean, come on guys, Rochester, may frost. It can happen. I remember it snowing on mother's day. When I was growing up, and Mark, I think it's snowing there right now if you're te- if from what you're
1: telling me, so um when you called me a few minutes ago, I had to come in, I was sitting outside, and it was too cold
0: yes, yes, oh yes yeah you're you're inside. I'm sitting out here on my back porch. this is the podcast el fresco, so <laughs> um I'm just sitting here just enjoying the fact that it's sixty five degrees outside last embers of the uh, last embers of the sun going down. I see the moon outside. There's some mosquitoes flying around, but who cares? Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the PJ Championship. I mean, people, you know, people actually flock. Although I keep seeing when I read articles online, when I see highlights on TV, they they, they make a really valiant effort to not associate that tournament with Rochester. It's Oak Hill <laughs> Country Club, Pittsford, New York.
1: That's right, because. Heaven forbid anyone realized they're in Rochester. Someone might shoot the Goodyear blimp down. <laughs> I saw it in the air and it... and and you did send me a
0: video. apparently apparently, Jim Nance mentioned something about a garbage plate on the on the tournament broadcast. I was like, wait, wait, hold the phone now.
1: Yeah, these commentators if, if I... were at the desk, and a cameraman handed them two garbage plates and told them to eat them, and they said, "What's this?" yeah
0: I mean <laughs> i I don't know if they I don't know if they actually ate it on camera i didn't I didn't see that part of it but I saw the part the clip that you sent me and it's great that Jim Nance who has a lot more fame and notoriety and money than I do um <laughs> you know promoting Rochester's signature product rochester's signature export if you let it happen um yeah,
1: that's right, i don't yeah
0: I don't know if he ate it or not but I but I'll tell you what if he actually walked into a plate establishment, I think the world would just, I think the world would just stop at that
1: point. (laughs) And I think they did spend, I mean, I don't think he went to a garbage plate restaurant, but they did spend a few minutes talking about this is Rochester's signature food. And all these NBC (laughs) people were talking about (laughs) 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 or CBS,
0: whatever the CBS, the the CBS tent. I'm, I'm sure they, who is it? Uh, whoever's with him uh, it was Nick Faldo. I don't know if it's still him or not, but uh, I, I, you know the Europeans that are that are broadcasting and offering commentary on the tournament. I guarantee you, they've eaten some really horrible stuff, and nothing comes close to the amazingness of the garbage plate.
1: Yeah, frog legs. You got nothing on
0: us. Frog, frog legs, blood, blood sausage. Hold my beer, please. <laughs> Give me give me some give me some lukewarm mac salad some some oily meat based hot sauce and some crispy on the verge of burnt home fries it's i mean it's why I named the show flyover plates it is it is what I would consider the closest thing to food heaven but
1: that's right escargot, go yeah. step aside the escar Greek sweat <laughs> Yes, because side note, every garbage plate place is operated by Greek people. So that's where he's, yeah. That anyway. is correct.
0: And they are wonderful, wonderful people. But I mean, but I mean, the PGA Championship, I mean, great tournament for Rochester, but Frost in May. How did you not see this coming?
1: So, Mike, every month, if we keep doing these episodes, every month, you folks out there are going to notice, oh, how come Mark always says he's cold? Every ep- Maybe in August I'll be warm. Well, you're, you're going to have that two weeks
0: in July where you'll have your summer fling with, right. with, with a girl and then it'll go away because fall and winter and despair are coming. Yes. In that order. So you'll, you'll get your, you'll get your summer fling for two weeks in July or you come out and see me. You, you come down to Ohio and you just come see me. That, that what it needs to do. But, uh, but we're we're doing this episode a little earlier than i than i would than I would like to j like I said, there's so much i wanna get off my chest and I could just feel this weight lifting off my shoulders, so this feels cathartic it's it's like medicine for me. I know you all appreciate I appreciate all of you who download this, but uh ultimately, this is marking my therapy it so is. it's it's therapeutic it's cathartic, and I hope that I hope that uh people who download this get that same. Calming feeling of nostalgia, I really do. But this is this is the now, Mark. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the last week of school for McQuaid? I
1: believe. I think it was last week was the finals. Yeah, because I know a guy okay. whose son goes so, there. So
0: this, so this week is like senior week or something. Like, you know, they'll have senior. You know, they'll have senior smoke day. Um, the like, there's really no classes going on for the seniors. The under the underclassmen are still. They're still in class
1: for God only knows why reasons. Yeah. Just um, probably just so that the seniors can tease them. Right. Pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. I, I don't want to get something. into, I, I don't want to
0: get into to my senior smoke day because it, it ended up turning into a whole nanny, And we ended up having the whole senior class ended up having jug, which is detention for those of you who don't go to McQuaid. Um, <laughs> but need, needless to say, um, Needless to say, this is the time of year when I get to, when I, when I I have to gloat, I have to gloat because after, after this weekend, after Memorial, after Memorial Day weekend, McQuaid, for all intents and purposes, is done. The seniors have baccalaureate, they have graduation, yes, but the underclassmen, they're done. They have three weeks to a month. This was the, this was my favorite time of year because... I was done with school. The rest of the world was not, including the Aquinas grads. Um,
1: right, that's true. We got out much earlier. We got didn't out
0: we? so because we didn't have to take Regents. We were a designated exemplary oh. school, so we didn't have to suffer through Regents, and, and our our teacher salaries and, and job statuses were not based on one exam like they are in some school districts. Huh. But, but I mean, it was awesome <laughs> because I got to sleep in. I got to listen to my brother and sister get get ready, get on the bus, go to school and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm 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 home. And then by the time they got home, I was I was sick and tired of being on vacation because I knew they were just going to cramp my style. So,
1: and you probably watched well, Jerry Springer all day. Jerry Springer at
0: 10, baby. Jerry <laughs> Springer at 10, prices right at 11. Yes.
1: I and- knew I knew I was on vacation then. And, and McQuaid, by the way, whenever I'd tell people, like, every other Wednesday we'd have half day, and then we'd get out three weeks early, and, and people would say, wow, the more you pay, the less you go.
0: I think they adopted that as a motto while we were there. So, like 2002 they, or something. They put it on the
1: shield on, in Latin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> isn't that's not what AMDG stands for.
1: Ecclesiastical Latin <laughs> phrase that says the more you pay, the less you go. Oh, <laughs> Father <laughs> Brian! <laughs>
0: so, so, somewhere, Father Brian's rolling in his grave right now. Um, <sighs> but yes, the the more you pay, the less you go. But I mean, when we, we when we were there, I mean, we worked we, we worked our tails off. we did. Off, but, we did. Um, so so. We earned those three weeks, and then all the rest of the world had to sit through regents exams who had who were not written by their own teachers. They're written by New York State. So now looking back on it as an adult, you knew that was just a recipe for disaster. Right. Because anything the state does does not end well.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of a funny example of that. But, yeah, I mean and, – and side note, we – so there was a thing called Senior Smoke Day, and I highly doubt this is legal now. I mean, nothing's legal at this point, but but sure. back when we were there, the final day when we were done, we would all just produce a cigar from who knows where, and we'd all just light up cigars and walk around the school building. And, yeah. and walk around and smoke the whole building up, and then walk outside and smoke on the football field. And you know what? That's why we were happy. That's why. Right. Right? right. I mean, that's the world worked well because we right. could do that. That's what's wrong with the world now, all the violence and the whatever. It's because they don't have Senior Smoke Day. They can't blow off steam. It's because my class ruined it for everybody. But that's, oh. neither,
0: <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But – um. But yeah it's uh but yeah, it's senior smoke it. i mean, and I remember some of us weren't eighteen at the I was, but some of us weren't eighteen at the time you you'd have kids that would bring in like seven or eight cigars for kids to smoke- you know for the yes. under underage kids for the seventeen year olds to smoke, and um some did some didn't some just some just had it in their mouths they didn't really want they didn't want to smoke or anything like that and that's perfectly fine, that's fine. but it, it was it was classy like it was classy we, we weren't we weren't putting marlboro reds in our mouths we were doing like <laughs> you know cigars um but yeah senior senior smoke day a tradition unlike any other um indeed take that Jim Nance. <sighs> <laughs> What? But, but no it was it, it truly was. it truly is a McQuaid tradition um for, for those who haven't gone to McQuaid wouldn't you know may not understand it but you know that's why we got out 3 weeks earlier than the rest of you not to get on my high or not to get on my high horse or anything like
1: that in a but. nutshell it was a private all boys high school and it was very weird and it was full of quirky people everyone there is quirky yes everyone there
0: was quirky and and everyone for the most part got got along um People, we all knew what three o'clock behind tops meant. It <laughs> <laughs> was cigarette time, right? Well, that, or if you wanted to fight somebody, just you know, our, 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 you know, I, I, I think our assistant principal would turn a blind eye if it was behind tops.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and side note, in on a in a good, you know, if if any alum or retired teacher or no matter who was sick or who needed help, we all stick together. That's true. You know, there, very impressive.
0: There's, there's some un, there's some unbreakable there's some unbreakable bonds. There some. I mean, you, you, we did go through battle together. We really did. Um, and even some. I mean, even some of the teachers. I mean, heck, one of your one of your best customers is a former teacher. Um, Couple of them.
1: Several of them, actually. Several and, of them. But and it, know, it spans the of, generations. I have a client who's ten years older, another twenty years older, and so yeah. on and so forth. And we all have the same experience
0: shout shout out to t bone that's what i was thinking that's what i was referring to from the from the bone and die podcast uh
1: tone and uh, tone and deaf podcast
0: tone and deaf that's right that's right my apologies for that please please fix that in editing yeah. um tone and deaf podcast yes um wonderful wonderful guys over there wonderful guys over there um and mark has kept me in touch with them too so that's been that's been fantastic but uh mm-hmm. You know this this, and again this past weekend while the um while that golf tournament was going up in Rochester between frost and rain and whatever plague was going on um down here and down here in Cincinnati we had the Yankees come into town Um, in case you didn't know I'm a big Yankees fan I still am. for them coming to a national league ballpark, like Cincinnati, it's a big deal. It really is. They don't, they don't come every year. Um, it's not like Cleveland or Boston or Toronto. Uh, it's a national league park. So they don't really get to come every year. So um, long, you know, so long story short, I I, I was talking to my friend Marissa um, wishing her a happy birthday and all just in passing. I'm like, Hey, you know what? Yankees are in town next weekend. She's like, let me talk to my husband. We'll come down next thing. I know they're down here. So shout out to Marissa and Jay Monachino uh, for coming down here. We got, we caught a Yankee game. They got some time away from their kids. We got some time away from ours. We had some time to catch up and um, wonderful, wonderful people. It was great to see them. They had, they thoroughly enjoyed being outside of Rochester um, and, <laughs> they, they told me as such, they, uh, they did enjoy, they did enjoy their time down here. And um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. So we had the, um, so we had the Yankees in town. Of course, thankfully they won last year when, I, when I went to Cleveland for the, for the game against, uh, well, I'll call them the Indians, but I guess the guardians now um, they lost. And I, I felt bad because that started their slide into barely, or, not making, barely making the playoffs, and I felt bad after that because they were red hot until I saw them, and then I'm like, "Oh, did I curse them or not?" Um But this year they came, they won in extra innings. It was fantastic. But uh before they left, they they stopped by on their way back up, and and they had a um, they gave me a parting gift, and and now I, I have they, they gave me a jar of boss sauce. They gave me a jar of Country sweet, hot and mild. I have some Bill Gray's hot sauce. I have Dinosaur barbecue sauce. So I have the murderer's row of Rochester condiments in my
1: possession now. Oh man, are they are they like arranged in your uh, kitchen on some kind of a pedestal with a spotlight on them, or like a it's like a wine cellar arrangement?
0: It's gonna it's like a wine cellar arrangement exactly. So I'm gonna be <laughs> like, ooh. ooh.
1: The 2023 country sweet smile. That's That was a good year. That was a good year. Oh, I, I only bring my choicest friends downstairs to the, the hot sauce cellar so we can crack open a bottle.
0: Yes, I have the hot sauce cellar uh, in my basement. And yes, we will do...
1: Uh, I, I'll have,
0: I'll have, excuse me, I'll have to let the, I'll have to let the Bill Gray's hot sauce decant for 30 minutes before I slather it
1: on I a cheeseburger. <laughs> but yeah, those folks, uh, they sound like really generous people. I mean, I mail you clutter all the time, but I, I really should mail you some hot sauce. Wow.
0: It was, it was above and beyond and it was well-deserved and it was, it, it was, it was well-received. That's for sure. Wow. Um, so so, shout out to them. They're they're if they're not back, they're driving back as we speak. I think it's going to be a slow crawl because they don't want to go back to New York. But um...
1: yeah, by the time they get home, there might be a brawl at the PGA, heaven forbid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's Rochester, so it's a day of the week that ends in Y. So something something's bound to happen <laughs> in terms of a brawl or stabbing or something like that. But uh, the other, you know, so the. The other thing, Mark, um, it is the summertime, supposedly. I don't know. It's still snowing back in New York. But it, it's still the summertime, and it's that time of year. I don't know about you. I don't I don't know about you, but it's that time of year when people start talking about their driving tests. When they have to go down to Emerson and Glide or Sykes and Maple and have some some manically depressed DMV worker try to – guide them through their driver's test or you know 16 year olds everywhere start are getting ready to get their permits and their licenses it's it's a good time of year so i do i do wish all of the um all of the the teenagers that are getting their licenses this spring or doing their 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 five-hour defensive driving course or doing driver's ed maybe with coach Strauss, maybe not
1: coach Strauss Um, is a genius I've never had an accident and I credit that to his driving instruction. I mean in all seriousness he was the best.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness yeah but all, all of the all of the kids that are that are getting their um, all the kids that are getting their driver's license this summer all the best to them you know one of the few times that you actually have to go it's only one of the few times you actually have to go into the city if you don't want that you just go out to east rochester like i did and you just do it there pray you don't hit an old lady and then you're you're good you're good to go but um i actually yeah, so
1: failed to... once or twice in east rochester and, and i was devastated because i was obsessed with car magazines i was a great driver but i just got a disgruntled lady that day and i failed eventually uh months later, torturous, torturous months later, I went to Emerson and Glide and I passed and I was overjoyed. Um, but meanwhile, my brother smashed into a tree on his first day driving. <laughs> And then has to go through millions of weeks of remedial driver's ed with all sorts of private, terrified driver's ed teachers. And he passes his first time. And he actually, during the test, during the parallel parking, he backed into someone. And the, and the the uh, tester just said, "Just, just go, just go." <laughs> See I, I
0: remember now I, I remember because I wanted to get my license As quickly or my permit as quickly as possible Or my road test to get my driver's license Excuse me It's been a long time um, And I went to East Rochester to do it Because I think Emerson and Glide Had like a two and a half month waiting period it's, <laughs> And somebody talked me out Of going to like going to Sykes and Maple Like you don't want to go to Sykes and Maple They're mean there They're, they're super harsh there So I'm mm-hmm. like Where's the first available one? Oh, East Rochester. Uh, Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go to East Rochester. And thankfully, thankfully I passed on my first time, namely because the parallel park, I had like a quarter mile strip to get the, get the car in the parking spot. So I didn't have to, I wasn't sandwiched between two cars and I drove a very small car at that point in time. So I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to bring an SUV to my driver's test, I'm sorry that just wasn't going to happen. Well, back um, then
1: there was there were two SUVs on Earth. It was Blazer and Explorer, and I guess Jeep Wrangler. That's all there was, kids. That's all we had. That's all there that's all that was there. So yes, um,
0: I, I texted you this the other day, Mark. But uh, you ever wonder where Don Elhart got his driver's test done? Driver's license. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he probably did it on a horse originally, <laughs> and probably... had his license transferred to cars.
0: Yeah, he he was grandfathered in. I think when when uh, the DMV was created, he was reporting for Channel Thirteen on that. I don't even know
1: <laughs> 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 whatever the radio precursor was, but uh, there there he had a, a stone slab and a chisel. He, he's been grandfathered
0: in. All he has to be is breathing and lucid, and he gets his driver's license renewed. <laughs> so so yes um wow i got all that i thought it was going to be like an hour and a half that's we're right we're right at the right at the 40 minute mark which i'm which i'm looking forward to this this <laughs> god like i said i i had a whole list of things ready to roll and um Mark has Mark. Just so you know, Mark has no idea what I'm going to talk about while we're on the podcast. He gives me ideas. He'll text me, Mike. You should put this on the show, and and I'll say some stuff. I'll say some stuff in my text messages, and you know, make some make some outrageous claims. But uh, he has no idea. So Mark is an invaluable part of the show because I want mostly I want to see how he's going to react to uh, some of the things that come up.
1: And, and it should be evident right that that you're just throwing these things at me and that's why i'm cracking up the whole episode i i apologize to you listeners if, if it's just like mike saying things and me cackling the whole episode because i have no clue you're right i have no clue what you're gonna tell me
0: yes yes it's uh the the, the, the tables turn from when i'm on the computer exorcist podcast which by the way this this just this evening past 1000 downloads mark would you care to elaborate on that
1: yes uh thanks so much to all my listeners it's it's i started the podcast at the beginning of 2023 and for a few weeks before new year's i had a little you know trailer of what's coming soon but started the show this year and just tonight yes 1000 downloads even so i am so thrilled the computer Exorcist podcast look us up and uh, thanks so much for for listening to that and telling your friends I appreciate it. Yes
0: so all right so as we close the as we close the show Mark what have you any big plans coming up for the next few weeks or just gonna just gonna read the uh, just read the uh, scrolls that come across with Ro- whatever Rochester news is coming about
1: Well um, Thursday this past week, uh, a lot of great things happened in my life. Number one, I was I was talking to a buddy of mine and I I talk to advisors all the time, right? How do how do what do I do for my business? And I finally scheduled my first online virtual town hall meeting. Uh it's it'll be on my website, I believe it'll be end of June, maybe last Wednesday in June. And it's at my website, the dot com. And, yeah, I'm going to do an event, and I'll try to pipe you in, too, so that you can be present oh, wow. for this event as, <laughs> as co-host. Um, you can call in and help me out with it. But So that's huge. And also, um, side note, and and I on a totally serious note, so my corporate charity of choice is called BethelExpress.org, if you've heard of them. And they, I just had a, a meeting at a different club that I'm a part of. I'm a part of a church club. And I invited the, the guy from Bethel Express to come talk to us. And he was amazing. Um, he and his wife run uh, a ministry in the inner city of Rochester. So Rochester always, always, always ranks last or second to last in every aspect of life. Crime, poverty, education, misery everything i always anything you ever see right Worst cities rainiest cities snowiest cities high taxes hostile to business or life or happiness always rochester is in the top three always and this is no exception so rochester city school district is among the worst in the solar system (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong there so, and, and and the statistics are nuts. It's 48% graduate, but even among those who graduate, they're always two years behind. So a 12th oh. grader is reading at a 10th grade level. And and he was telling me more statistics the other day that most of the kids can't fill out a job application. Um, most of them are on drugs. Most of them are in jail. Most of them are in preg- are pregnant or all three of those. And... So, and it's some crazy thing, like 17% of them get jobs and it's just horrible, right? So Rochester city school district is one of the worst in the world in the solar system. And they keep dumping billions and billions and billions of dollars. One of our schools, high schools was so bad that the local university had to take it over. Um, presumably because oh the university is allowed to discipline kids where the city school district isn't, uh, and I think it's actually the experiment is actually going pretty well. Anyway, so in that hostile environment, that's so hostile to the future of of our city, uh, these people at Bethel Express bought a house of prostitution and turned it into a house of tutoring, in in a really bad neighborhood, and now there's no more crime within let's say four blocks and they're just absolute miracle these people they take in kids who, who come from horrible situations and they want to succeed and that's all you need to do is express your desire to succeed and the result is a 100% graduation rate 99% college, 99% grad school 100% of them have successful lives it's unbelievable
0: so they'll have the stabbings at the, at the Lilac Festival.
1: <laughs> no, and, and you know what, a lot of what they, they'll say, like, they'll say, oh yeah, one of our students had a cousin who got shot, or one of our students said they heard the gunshots last night or whatever. So these poor kids, you know, we, we joke about it, but these poor kids have to live in this, this absolute hell. Um, we're only on the fringes of it in the suburbs, but, uh, um, they, you know, what they do, it, it's very simple, right? It's not any kind of, it, it's no secret. What they do right. is they just do the exact opposite of what the the Rochester School District does. So they actually care about them. They encourage them. They discipline them. They tell them there are no excuses. They say we're not minorities, we're God's priorities, and we don't go to jail. Oh. We become taxpayers and productive citizens, and we have an obligation to our world. And they give them encouragement, and they give them love, and they tell them about God. And it's no surprise that they succeed. Sure. Wow.
0: That's a that's a, a great charity. I remember you telling them, uh, talk telling me about them when you were doing your radio show back on WYSL. And um, yeah, they're really they're really making some they're really making some strides in the community, and that that's wonderful that you keep uh, you keep tabs on them, you keep make sure you're contributing to them and all that good stuff. Um,
1: yeah. Thanks for letting me like, explain that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, there's some, a lot of, lot of good things going on. It's going to be, it's going to be another crazy month. I'm sure I'll have some more things that I'll miss about Rochester, especially now that the weather's getting warmer and the Stutson street bridge might actually be lifting up to let boats go through who knows. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is uh, this this has been uh, this has been a lot of fun, and I really hope that uh, I really hope that the people who download this enjoy it. They get a little dose of nostalgia, um, and if they want to come at me, Great Dane three nine seven two on AOL Instant Messenger.
1: <laughs> um, hey, side note, <laughs> forget,
0: forget, forget
1: Twitter handles. I'm going. I'm going screen names in AOL Instant Messenger on this. <laughs> actually my uh i my iphone yelled at me the other day about something shame on you i'm not compatible with google because i'm two weeks old so i said you know what so what and i signed into my aol which is so antiquated it worked fine
0: <laughs> oh uh, goodness gracious but but no it's just uh no i i i thank all of you for downloading i hope you get to enjoy this i hope we get to do another podcast soon and um is there anything you want to add mark
1: Yes. Um. Oh, what was it now? It was something really important. But I, you threw me off with the AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, hang on. Okay. Okay. I remembered. So I was on Reddit the other day, and for some reason, I'm a member of the Syracuse group on there, and someone was saying something about Syracuse building. Um. And aquarium downtown to supposedly attract people right who's gonna drive five hours or whatever to go look at an aquarium in Syracuse they might as well come to my dining room I have a a one gallon tank set up with a beta (laughs) but um, (laughs) of course it's gonna involve billions and billions and billions of dollars and New York State will just immediately put it on the old credit card and, and fork over billions for them and it'll do nothing and someone right. said, someone actually referred to it as, they said like, yeah, I don't mind, I wouldn't mind seeing some some fish and some otters and stuff, but uh, it's going to be another Hail Mary play. And I said, yes, I love that. <laughs> I said, I love that term and I'm going to use it forever because I said, in, in my hometown in Rochester, we constantly... Constantly have these Hail Mary plays and that's exactly the way to put it where it's um we're gonna blow billions and billions on a soccer stadium or that fast ferry, right? We're gonna blow billions of dollars on some experiment and it's gonna bail us out and it's gonna save our city. And then oh wait, now we're just stuck with this billion dollar thing that didn't do anything and nobody showed up.
0: So they have delusions here. They have delusions here where I live too. They wanted to take the whole riverfront in Middletown, where I live, and they wanted to build like another entertainment, Universal type, Universal Studios type hub, theme park, what have you. It was going to cost like a billion dollars, but there is no highway that goes to the riverfront. It's just the state <sighs> route, four lane state route. The thing, the difference is, Rochester builds it anyway because they're going to get funding for some God only knows why reason.
1: Yeah, from the Middletown. last seven remaining businesses here they just milk them for billions of dollars and yeah. middle it,
0: it, it didn't even leave the city council floor in Middletown. it it was brought it was uh it was broadcast in the newspapers and on TV and stuff and it's just like no nobody wants this <laughs> like you'd have to build the infrastructure to do this and like oh well 300,000 people live within or three you know 300,000 people live within 2 hours of Middletown or whatever it was, it was just an astronomical number, and I'm like, I'm like yeah, but dude, there is no infrastructure. You'd have to build the highways to get here, and then you'd have to build the the theme parks and the, uh, the studios and what have you. It just it didn't even happen, so...
1: That's the difference between Ohio and here, because you guys have people, human beings with brains, who said, oh, that sounds like a dumb idea. Over here, uh, instead of humans, we actually, our politicians are actually drunken sailors. And they said, (laughs) oh, yeah, we'll put a billion-dollar fast ferry terminal here, and we're going to lure people from Toronto to come shopping in Rochester, except same deal. There was no highway between our port and our downtown, so... A, a Toronto Sun Lake, Ave
0: could, Lake, Lake Avenue could only take so much,
1: right? I mean, so Lake Ave is the only road that goes from the port to downtown. But, but yeah, the our the Toronto Sun reporter came down on the stupid fast ferry boat and went downtown and said she felt like she was going to get shot at any moment. And she brought that back to Toronto and plopped it in the newspaper, and nobody showed up here. So Rochester foot the bill for the entire billion-dollar custom gold-plated boat when they could have just rented a small one and seen how it worked for a month. No, they had to go immediately to the billion-trillion-dollar boats. So the the boat was an immediate failure, and the worst part was... yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. Let's not forget. This is in. This
0: was 2004. This was before Uber. This was before Lyft. Any ride sharing services. So, in order to get from the fast ferry terminal in Lake Ontario to downtown Rochester, first off, y- y- you had to go on. You had to go on the Lake Ontario State Parkway in 390 and 490, and it would take you 25 minutes to get there anyway. But secondly, you either had to take a cab or you had to just get some local yokel who is
1: <laughs> to give you a ride downtown. Or right, or hitchhike or take the bus. Now other cities have what's called public transportation. We have buses that only have druggies in them. Uh poor things, poor people. Um, but uh feel bad for them. But anyway, the so the worst part about the Fast Ferry debacle is they spent billions on this this boat. It was a real high end boat, custom handmade in Australia, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it was a I've ridden on it. It was a beautiful it was a beautiful boat. It really was. So you were one of the three people who got to ride on it before it went out of business? Well well, me and
0: a shout out to Mike Coast and my brother. We all went to SummerSlam up in Toronto that year. Cool. And, and I didn't we were too young to drive or we could have driven if we really wanted to but we took the fast ferry cuz the thing is in Toronto everything was right there i mean every, it was right at the lakefront you could you you could walk and get the subway you could walk and get a bus but Toronto's a little bit more efficient when it comes to public transportation and getting around than Rochester was it was so ill prepared now i will say that they built the Rochester built the terminal they they spent a ton of money building the terminal and it was a beautiful beautiful ferry terminal toronto's terminal was a trailer
1: wow But, but wow and, and well, so from 04 well, until now the rochester terminal is still there it's been completely abandoned except for like one one or two little tiny restaurants that i go to once in a while but other than that it's this giant hall that's abandoned well, and well, they the well, the sad well, part was they after the fast ferry thing failed, and by the way, it would have been profitable if they were allowed to put commercial cargo in the in the hull of the ship, but oh, totally. there were so many laws and red tape in New York that you weren't allowed to do that because it would be beneficial to society, and so why would they want that? So that's right. why it failed. Um, so get this: the boat sat there. And it's a huge, you know, it's like half a cruise ship, let's say. I mean, it's a big ship. It's a huge, it's an albatross. Yeah, so they had to have a full staff and fuel and blah, blah, blah. So it costs something like a million dollars a day or a million dollars a month just to idle and sit there. So Rochester had to do that for an embarrassing number of, let's say, six or nine months or whatever. Um They had to do that until they found a buyer, some prosperous city that actually had a, a its head screwed on right, and so it was just Be- sitting I thought, there.
0: I, I, I thought Bezos bought that as his first yacht.
1: <laughs> no, someone <laughs> eventually bought it, and it became like Somebody some did. light yeah. duty ferry. But but how embarrassing that we do this huge project, and then while it's sitting there failing in shame, it's costing <laughs> us millions and millions. So so wait, the the terminal's still the terminal's still there. It is, and it's just—it's never really been used. Um, they haven't—they
0: haven't—they haven't, they haven't converted that into a senior living center in Dunkin' Donuts.
1: I knew you're. Yes, I was going to add Dunkin' Donuts if you didn't say it. Yeah, it's—it's <laughs> it's actually there was a Quiznos in there for a while. It was awesome, but I was one of three people who went there, so they shut it down. Then there was a cheeseburger place shut down. There was yeah, a sushi was a, place.
0: Wasn't it wasn't it cheeseburger, cheeseburger?
1: Right, and it was awesome. Yeah. And then the sushi place was fantastic, but they shut down. So now it's just. Um, a Bill Gray's, of course. So it's, yeah.
0: Really? There's a Bill Gray's in the Fast Ferry Terminal?
1: Because all businesses in Rochester eventually turn into Walgreens, Bill Gray's, or Dunkin' Donuts. Every that's building true. in the whole place.
0: That's true. Well, like, you know, and then you got Abbott's Frozen Custard right on the corner of uh, Lake and Dewey there, so. Or Lake and Beach, excuse me. Yeah, um, that's a
1: good one. I take out-of-towners there.
0: That's icon- that That's, like, that that's that alone is a reason for people from Toronto to—they don't know what they're missing. Just put a garbage plate place, and, and then Mister Dominic's used to be there too. That's still uh, there. Oh, it is. Yeah, I thought they I thought I thought they sold Mister Dominic's on the lake, and then they built a new one somewhere. But
1: they did, um, and it floundered. So they're at the lake still. Well, that's good to know. That's but you're absolutely right. You bring up a really good point, Mike. In all seriousness, is that the Toronto people don't know what they're missing because when they land, they should have someone like you or me to say, "Okay, folks." He, there are special things about this place. Try our ice cream. Try our garbage plates. Try our chicken French, and we do have things. It's just it was so horribly prepared.
0: Yes, I mean Mr. Dominic. I, it, I think it's a pasta fajoul. That's that's just phenomenal. Some what, what other soups? I can't remember if it's minestrone or pasta fajoul or something. That it's it's. it's, it's my, my my parents would know more about that than I would. I, I've been to Mr. Domek's only a handful of times, but oh, it's um, good. It's it is good from what I recall, from what I remember. But um, very hard to get. Very hard to get a place on the weekend, though. Very they 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 only have like eight tables, but they're they're it's it's worth going to. Um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> but yeah. There, there is a lot to offer for Rochester for people coming in from out of town, especially Toronto. I mean, good Lord, mac salad, home fries, meat-based hot sauce. How, how do you not – how does that not make your mouth want to water? Um, and then a, a meat of your choice. I mean, heck, if you know, you want to put Canadian bacon on there, be my guest. But, um, but, you know, the Canadians do have poutine, which is just another excellent concoction. Um, poutine is French fries brown gravy and cheese curds mm-hmm. and then again another very well done thing but it's it's uh it's unique to canada not not rochester contrary to what all my friends from new york city will say we are not the same
1: uh, wow well that's uh, all right there you this
0: go this is this is this has been this has been a lot of fun we will do this again i'd like to thank mark anthony arena for coming on to the show and and um, it's the summertime, guys. Enjoy. Come out to flyover country. Enjoy yourselves. And we'll see you next time.